Joe, what's up? It's your host, show, your guy. And it's on the popular theory. We back. People, I don't own this music. So what y'all been up to? Remember, support, subscribe, share. Of course you know paper to subscribe On all major platforms Where we get your podcast Yo like this Give me like that Old Southern No limit Flow She's not saying that, but she's saying a lot. Oh, God. Let's get right to it. Today's episode, we're going to talk about ownership. I know everybody of the past uh, couple of weeks, especially the last week or so, it's been uh, talking about Mr. West, you know, Kanye, you know, his rants on uh, different different platforms, drink champs, uh, the guy he did the interview with, I forgot, I forgot the guy's name at the time. And, you know, just what he's been going through. You know, uh, he was just with uh, Cuomo a couple of days ago about his drink champ interview. Uh, the shot with Braun, they pulled the episode down because of some of the things he was saying. Now, like I said before, and I'll say it again, Kanye West is a genius, but he's an asshole. He's a 2080 person. Those who know, know. Those who don't, figure it out. But I talked about this last season, about the type of person he is. You know, he's a, a black man, very educated. He wants to live a white life, though. You know, the wife he chose and his movements he made shows me, in my perspective, that he his ideologies are white. Which is cool, you know, you don't have to agree with everything just because a person looks like you. Or y'all come from the same tribe, you know? So, uh, it is what it is. You got to give him applause for being who he is. <laughs> Unapologetic himself. Or is he? Remember, I believe, his first or second, because it's his third time going on Norway's show. And uh, one of the interviews between the first and second one, he was talking about how he wasn't a backpack rapper. He lied. So he basically used, like, the Talibs, the most deaths, that avenue to get everybody to love him. You know, like you said, he could never go to hell. He made Jesus walk. So he said he used that to get mainstream, 
to become G, J, Jesus, the individual he is today. And like I said, he has made brilliant music. He stood on certain things when he said the George Bush shit back in the days. Because of Katrina or whatever, right? And again, we applaud. But that's not who he was. That's a farce. That wasn't he. That wasn't Ye. That wasn't Jesus. Kanye Tudor. That was before the Kim K. That was before the moms. And again, I don't like using that mom shit because everybody loses parents. If you get older, it's a fact that your parents will die and you have to adapt. Yes, you may never get over it and you're not the same, but you grow from it. You move on. You take all the life lessons, whatever, and you move on. Eventually, you move on. His mother didn't die yesterday. She died almost a decade ago. And I get it. He's bipolar. He's not on his meds. But then people are like, oh, he's not crazy. He, he wants to be free or whatever. So this is why I'm doing an episode. I have a saying, and I argue with my guys. We don't own anything in this world. We don't own shit. You buy a car for 50 grand or whatever, 2010, whatever you pay for the car. Every other year, you have to register the car. Why do you register the car? People like, you register the car because you got to let the state know or the city know, whatever that you It's a bunch of shit. You don't own anything. Because if I don't register the car, then they suspend the registration. Then that means I can't use the vehicle on the road. But I pay for the car. You don't own the shit. You don't own shit. That take that. In this life, you don't. You buy a house, million dollars, five million dollars, ten million dollars, especially in places like New York. You buy a home, you have to pay property taxes. If you don't pay the property taxes, because you don't own a property in New York, which is fucked up, but it is what it is. You don't own a property, but you must pay the property taxes. If you don't pay the property taxes, guess what? That house that you thought you owned, will get taken from you. So you don't own shit. It's all a lease. You lease everything in life. Some people have it in paperwork where they know it's a lease. Some people have it when they say you're financing with still a fucking lease because you don't own anything. Nothing. Only thing you own is perishable shit. Stuff like food, eat it, and you don't even know that because it expires. You know what I'm saying? You, you buy a pizza, it's your pizza. But as for materialistic, materialistic shit, you don't own. I don't own my car. I will never own my home. Don't own my name. <laughs> See where I'm going? When you sign a contract in the entertainment industry, it's ways for them to fuck you out your name. So I do understand what Kanye was saying. I do. I get it. Even agree with it to a, a point. But again, he uses that I'm black. Look at what they're doing to me. They're not listening to me. They're taking my kids away. All this other shit. It's comical. 
He knew the bitch he laid down with. Sorry to call her that, but that's what it is. He knew who she was. He knew who that family was. He thought it was going to be something different. Oh, like I always say, he thought he was the fucking exception. No, he didn't. He knew exactly what he was doing. Then the shit Charlemagne said about him, about Pete Davidson and his package and all that shit. That's crazy if it's true. But it's just a fact. To, to haunt, like I say, he's an 80-20 dude. 80% of the time he says it does asshole shit. And 20% he says some real shit. And it's up to you to decipher and a mix of everything. Because how he stops with his story. Then he say, I'm going to bring up here. Then I'm talking about here. And I move here. Then, you know, Virgil, you know, this, that, and the third. This thing with George Floyd. He just does all types of shit. But to me, I don't think he has any real friends. He don't have real people in his corner. He don't have people saying, yo, yeah, man, chill. I watched him talk about his man, Kookie, the one that did the uh, Netflix thing. It's, it, then he was talking about money, but then he okayed it. So, again, like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Your job as a friend, a real friend, is to hold your friend accountable and say, yo, yeah, man. Yeah, whatever. Take your fucking meds, man. Get your shit in order, man. You're looking crazy out here in these streets. Who's doing that to him? Who's holding him accountable? Though a consequence would, but then he was putting some tweets out that was weird as fuck. And then, you know what I mean? The Candace Owens shit, and then I found out that he bought her husband's social media platform. You don't see that finesse shit, but it is what it is. Again, when you got too many yes men in your corner, you don't have no real man telling you to go sit down, bro. Or no one's standing up, to be honest with you. That's fucked up. So, I can't clap to it, but I will. Because it's just self-destruction. And again, he don't give a fuck about you or I, people. But, you know what I mean? It's a popular topic. Hot topic. Pop culture right now. So, everybody's talking about it. So, let's talk about it. Like I said, what do you want? So... You could be a creator, and let, we're going to look, I'm going to peel this, this back a little deeper. I argue all the time about ownership and say, hey, we need to own things. But in America, regardless of what, you still have to rely on the American system. The American system doesn't look like you. It doesn't. Russell Simmons was saying something about, you know, you got to work with the Jews to get you in because the wives won't let you in. And some deals are going to be good, some deals are going to be bad, which is in any deal, any form of business. You know, a lot of times you get screwed when you don't understand. They call it paying your dues, whatever. It is what it is. But I say that we don't own anything. And this is why I say it. Jay gave Adidas life. He put life back into a company that was dead. To the people that influence and create the trends. Us. Yeah, I said it. We are. Take that, take that. We determine what's hot and what's not. And then the system that we don't own, that we need, basically pushes it to the masses. And then you're global. You're popular. Everyone knows. We 
stamp. Like I said earlier in the season, like people like Kevin Hart, The Rock, that's us. Then they go on to be household names, but they come through our approval. Clothes, fashion, sports, you name it. We're everywhere as we're being monetized. Yes, we get percentages. Yes, you have the LeBrons, the Diddies, the you know the people that I name all the time, the Jays. But it's not our system. So we come up with an idea like Jay, I was reading an article that he feels Bacardi's lowballing him with Duce. He's trying to sell a part of him selling fifty percent of his company to them was eventually that they would buy it out totally. But now he's saying that they're running the numbers down to devalue his brand to do say again you're a part of the system but you don't own the system you just got to find a little niche in it and then you know you bubble it until you get tired of dealing with it then you let it go so we don't keep anything because we don't own anything think about what they're talking about with Kanye all these Adidas Balenciaga chase Everything starting to drop him, right? He loses everything. How does he get from consumer, from creator to consumer? How does he get to his consumers if he doesn't have a way to advertise it because his uh, advertising agency dropped him? You know what I'm saying? People from uh, one of the Aaron Donald left his sports agency, but uh, Jalen Brown says he's going to stick around. So they're basically things that he had that's a part of the bigger picture system, the system that we don't own, the system that we you know we buy into. And when he made the statements, the anti-Semitic or whatever he was saying, he started losing all that shit. People were like, yeah, he wanted off Adidas. All right, he gets kicked off of social media for his statements. He gets dropped from all his deals or whatever, his money, you know what I'm saying, you know, and then he wants to create his own thing. And then all Adidas is gonna do basically is just make the shoes that they have and not call him Yeezys, just call him Adidas. So what does he gain? He has freedom. It's not. <laughs> free will. See, black people in America, we're not free. We have free will. That's why Jay and, and anybody else would never say anything like that. That's why he was getting at them like, oh, Meek and Diddy, they're feds. They were telling him to shut the fuck up. And again, I'm not saying that everything he's saying was wrong. But, it, you know, some things are being made to set at certain times. It's a time and a place for everything. And he's like, yeah, why are you worried about Kanye money? I don't give two shits about it. It's just a hot topic. But let's just be honest. He showed us that you don't own any fucking thing. Even when you believe your own shit. You just create the content, we create the style, we create the fashion, we create the trends, but we don't own the materials, we don't own none of that stuff, we don't control the lanes that get the information to the people, we don't have the, the technology and the system and the infrastructure to say fuck uh, getting the doors open by Jews, I want to open my own doors with my own people, like I get what he was saying. I get it. 
But the fact that we don't have that access to it, we got to go through the Jewish people. And if they know that they're the gatekeepers, per se, for us to cross and over, they're going to be in everything. They control the entertainment industry. That's a fact. That's something that is very true. We all know this. And then they have all the connections that connect together, that interlink you to this, to getting your, your playlist on Spotify, Apple, and all the other platforms. So what do you fucking own? Nothing. You don't own anything. Remember when Nick Cannon made that statement? It wasn't a rogue statement. It was a factual statement. But he had to apologize because it was deemed anti-Semitic. It's crazy. But that shows you that you don't own shit. He created Wildin' Out. That's his idea. Oh, but he doesn't own the network that distributes the content that he creates. See how they get you? Create the content, all that shit. But you don't own it. People say, oh, you read the contracts. When they say, hey, you know, the different language, and Nick knows the game. But what I, I just said this to somebody. I'm worth $60 million as an example, right? I signed a deal with Viacom for $250 million. Most people are not reading the fine print and the contract. Not the bullshit, the fine print, the stuff that you don't see before you sign your name underneath. They say you have lawyers do it, yeah, whatever. That's a lot of talk. Yeah, you may do it, but people comb through it. But a lot of times they're not because they see the $250 million and they think what they can do with that. Oh, I'm getting $30 million or whatever million a year to do this, da, 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 on their network. And their system. Revolt, go ahead, Diddy, Byron Allen, J-Lo. These guys, these people own networks, right? You can own a network. Where's your network being distributed over airways? Oh, you don't own Comcast. You don't own uh, DirecTV. You don't own Dish. You don't own Spectrum. You don't own this shit. So, yes, you can have your network, but it has to be distributed through somewhere. You can have your shit on the... Uh, the Tubi network and stuff like that. But who the fuck has that? Like, you have certain outlets where you can create channels. But how are you reaching the masses? You're just going to be grassroots locally. You know, you may be in different markets, but you have to be a diehard fan. If you don't have access to social media, again, to be up in the cloud or to be a part of the system, how are you getting to the masses? How are you getting to the consumer? How are you making all these decisions and moves and power moves on your own networks and your own outlets? How are you doing this if you're not plugging into the system that they run? How are you doing it being successful? 
Remember when Sway was telling them, oh, create direct to consumers? And he said, you don't have an answer, Sway. And then found out that Sway had all the answers. He was telling them how to do it because he had experience. Though. But now the game is different. It's a lot different from that time when they did that interview. So how was he going to get out the information on his product if he's banned from their system? So the millions and hundreds of millions and the billions of people that he was reaching, he no longer reaches. That's how they fuck you. And that's what's going to happen to him. Take that, take that. Take that, take that. Sorry. And that's what Jay did. He bought that on himself. He's basically solidified bullshit that he's going to have to endure for the next however long until he kisses the ring again. And I know people are like, oh, he can do it. I hope so. But I don't think so. Because that's just how the system is. That's how the matrix is. The matrix has us. You just, he just got caught up in it, man. He's about to be like Dame. You see like Dame Dash? Dame Dash still got money. He still has accessibility. He still can maneuver, but he can't maneuver like he used to. Dame got his own network. Dame, got, Dame be doing his thing. He got to try to up his own uh, movie studio, production company, all that. Motor oil. He does everything. Art galleries. But you have to follow Dame to know what he's doing. Like, where's the stuff at? How do you find out? Oh, but Dame still can use social media. And Dame Dash does a lot of fucking interviews. He does interviews with a lot of people to push his product. He may not be on a breakfast club as much anymore, but he's like everywhere else. Big podcast, small podcast, growing podcast, his own podcast, drink chain. Like, he goes everywhere. That's how he gets his stuff out. And I still don't think he gets the recognition that he deserves. But that's eventually what's going to happen to Kanye. You're going to get damed. So I'm going to start calling Kanye Dame 2.0. They hang out a lot. They got a lot of similarities. So that's my spew on that. But let me pivot over to Nori. Nori got played. And he didn't even realize that shit. That's why he apologized. It's called Drink Champs. He was alleviated. And then Nori, like he uses his, his, uh, him being dyslexic a lot when he's interviewing it. Irks my fucking nerves, but you know it is what it is. I respect Nori Grind. But Jay used him. He used the shit out of him because he knew that Nori wasn't going to be in a state of mind to check him on certain things. Like he's going to like pussyfoot around certain things because of Kanye influence and how Kanye is and what Kanye did for his show or whatever. But Kanye played the shit out of Nori, man. Joe Button said it best. He played him. And Nori has to be cognitive of that because the fact that he has a, a platform that's such with such power and that everybody knows about, like he has to look out for that. Again, and just because he looks like us, meaning Kanye, doesn't mean that he's for us. He's for the fucking self. He's thinking about Ye. And he used that shit on Nori. He went and went to no one else. He didn't go to nobody that could challenge him a bit. 
intellectually and say, hey, you know, yeah, you know, this, that. He didn't. And then when Nori pushed back after everything he was saying, he was already drunk. And then he was like, you know, yeah, the reason why, you know, this, that. I'm like, bro, I, I looked at the interview. I'm like, man, I ought to say, hold on, man. Maybe I'll tell my judge for it. Oh, no, I said it. Yo, next subject, man. And he's like, yeah, but Ye told us that if he can't say what he said. He got on your show and basically controlled the tempo. Come on now, man. No, you got to do better than that, man. Take that, take that. I know that's your brother, as you say. You know, like I said, he looked out. But that's some fuck shit. And like I said, my theory don't have to be popular with you. That's why it's called unpopular theory. Take that, take that. But yeah, Jay's an asshole, and you know, whatever he get, it's his just due. And again, he's a wealthy person who's going through some wealthy, ignorant shit right now. But again, he signed up for this life. It's the life he chose. His man Hove said, "Niggas is brainless. If they, niggas is brainless, want to be famous." Too much fussing, too much Sam Ross thing, shit is stuck in food and beverage. That's lost one. Hove was saying that shit when he was talking about Dame. Said he made Hove say, hey, make another. Dame ain't made another Hove yet, man. And now, Kanye went from being the richest black man in America to just like the other ones. Everybody pulling their money. So that net worth just dropping and dropping and dropping. So now we're going to see the real Ye. Watch you come back to us. Watch you come back and be like, hey, you know, I need my people. Blah, blah, blah. And it's on us to support them. I say fuck them. I ain't supporting this shit, man. Loved this music back then. Then he started getting a little weird. But you know what I'm saying? Nah, it's not the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, old music. This new weirdo right now, fuck him. Leave him be, people. I'll say this again. We don't own shit, and Ye just proved it. So when you're in America, you get it how they get it. You adapt to their system, and if you want to uh, get far, far, eat shit. You got to eat their shit. Doesn't mean it's fair. I'm not saying it's fair. It's not. But life, that's life. This life ain't fucking fair. Life is fucking unfair, man. On a sad note, as I leave you guys, my final uh, thoughts. I had a friend, you know, I, you know, a guy I grew up with, cool dude. Um, his name was Chris. Um, know him since like elementary, from elementary to junior high school with each other. Cool kid, man. Uh, I haven't seen him in years, but I noticed him and his sister, you know, we all went to school with each other. And when we grew up at in the hood, just, you know, he grew up in an area that was next to mine. And, uh, you know, we hung out sometime. And uh, I got a theory that uh, in that area, like, they had homes that were not meant to be lived in. Like, they were built in places that to me, weren't safe. 
can't prove it. It's just a theory. Like, wasteland. Like, there's an area where we drive to to a mall right now that it's a wasteland. But people, they build homes there. And I know most people that live there are people of color. And I, I'm willing to bet that 50 years, 40 years from now, they're going to find out that you know, people, a lot of people developing cancer and stuff like that. And, you know, RIP to him, man. It's just sad that he's gone. But he was battling cancer. So I say, fuck cancer. But we don't know if he, you know what I mean? Like, was one of them people that got sick from living in a certain area where I feel we wasn't supposed to be living in the hood. So on that note, people, I'm going to say, subscribe, support, share. I'm Popular Theory. I'm your host, Show. Catch y'all next week with some new heat. All right, y'all. Later. Support, subscribe, share on Popular Theory. On all major platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, you know papers to subscribe, people. Let's go! Uh...